0: Hey everyone and welcome back to Taboo! Woo! Oh my god, yo, we have an episode for you guys today. We are going to be talking about current topics that are on... I don't think they're ready. I don't, I really don't think so. I don't know
1: if y'all are ready for this one. Listen to to me, because this is something
0: that we've had multiple conversations on and I'm, I'm I'm tired of having it. I don't know if they're ready. Y'all, I'm just saying I feel bad for you. Mm. I really feel bad for you guys because you are about to get an earful of something that is on all of our minds. Um, And I'm tired. I'm just tired. There's if no this other way.
1: is something that you haven't had conversations about in your friend groups, get new friends.
0: Period. Period. Y'all talking about real estate, all that stuff. Talk about... Forex. Right. Good night. Talk about what really, at the end of the day, at everyone's core really matters. Yeah. Colorism. And that's why today we're going to be talking about... Danny Lee, Danny Lay, I don't know what the fuck her name is. I don't, I
1: don't care. I don't know how to say I don't name. give a damn, I'm not going to hold That you. child is not my All consent. I know is that she stole
0: my man, first of all. That's my first problem with it. <laughs> but I'm not going to hold that against her. What I'm going to hold against her is that trash-ass song she just recently put out. I don't even want to, like, I wish I could play it for you guys. If you haven't heard it, just search up Yellowbone. I don't want to their ears, though. Like... It's so bad. Oh, um, why did she even think? The thing is, you know, after that after she put it out, I had to look her up on Spotify and I'm like, what song is she popular for? Let
1: me right. Your life. But then Whatever you realize
0: that, that that's clearly all autotune. Mm, it's all autotune. If she really sounds like that and then turns around and makes something She's talking about oh it was just a snippet.
1: But you know why she works, right? Keep it in Like drafts. you said, the auto tune. Go ahead, talk to him. But then the skin color thing mm. that she got going for her. Mm. Talking about skin. you can't cancel
0: me, baby. I'm doing it right now. I'm
1: not even for cancel culture, but she was never on my radar to begin with. She so deserves it's easy this one. for me. me to just snip her. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think about her like that. Yeah, da-da. But she definitely says some things that are worth bringing up, and I think the first thing that we're gonna get into is the fact that the song is called Yellow Bone. What the
0: hell? What's the what's the Yellow Bone?
1: So, both of those terms were created to describe black women's skin tones, being light skin. And the problem with her saying this and identifying or saying that she's a yellow bone, the reason why it's so ludicrous mm. is because she doesn't identify as black That's most of the part. time.
0: That's literally the crazy. I'm going to say most of the time. I'm yeah. going to
1: be real with you. Because in past interviews, I've heard her say that she's white, Dominican, and black. But it's funny how in this apology video, She doesn't mention any of that. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, you know, guys, my bad. I said yellow bone, being insensitive, but also I do identify as Afro-Latina or a black woman. She didn't say that. What she said was, I have black friends, black melanated queens around me, Mm. and that she has a chocolate boyfriend. (laughs) I'm sorry. The last time I checked right the last time i checked white people say that right when they're trying to jack that they're not racist i'm not racist i have black friends right and it's you know what also i think that people don't realize when you say that is that you're listing the exceptions to your rules right you're not saying i'm not racist period what you're saying is i'm not racist when it comes to these people Mm -hmm. these people have made my exception list Mm. so they're good with me i'm not racist i have my black card but what you don't realize is you don't just because you hang out with a few black people a few black people haven't checked you on your colorism that doesn't automatically make you good enough to say i'm a yellow bone but that's why i'm saying it depends i don't want to cancel her off of just saying i'm a yellow bone but it's very insensitive and it's the fact that she got on and said i'm sorry but i'm not colorist i'm not racist you could see it no babe we can't Mm -hmm. it's your ignorance for me
0: I personally want to cancel her because the song itself is just trash. <laughs> like, it's literally terrible. I don't even understand. She could have kept that one in the drafts, Probably not even the draft. She probably shouldn't have even recorded it Ever. in the first place. You, what she's not understanding is, if you're going to be real, I wish she came on there and was like, listen, y'all, Mimi and I were fighting. Mimi is his first baby mama. Mm-hmm. Mimi and I were um, watching her in an argument. I did this track as a diss track. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean for it to come off as colorist. Mm-hmm. I was just simply coming at her, mm-hmm. you know? I would have respected her so much more than her getting on there talking about it's not that deep, y'all mm-hmm. looking too deep into it. First of all, don't invalidate me, bitch. Yeah,
1: that's a don't she's invalidate about me because we've so- been doing this for the last I don't know how long. Right, right, right. and the fact
0: that. This is a side. This is a sidebar, but like, the fact that the baby hasn't said anything towards it is really hilarious to me.
1: But it's very on brand for black men that don't listen but at, claim that they do, mm, right? Mm, right. right? Right. Right. You right. have a black daughter, right? Yeah. A dark-skinned black That's daughter at so that. Confused.
0: You're raising a dark-skinned child, like a dark-skinned little girl, but then you have a song. Uh, your girlfriend's song is Yellow Bone is What He Wants. Clearly not, baby. I don't know. Did, you, did I miss the memo <laughs> as to what he wanted? Because clearly not. My other problem with her is that she's one of those people that it seems it seems to be that she's one of those people that will say that she is black, identify as black when it's convenient to her.
1: For okay. her audience, right. for
0: her like for the demographic that she's trying to appeal to, she knows that she will do better in the black community. But at the end of the day, if somebody turns to her and is like, Hey, are you black saying? No, I know black, I'm Dominican. <laughs> in the actual apology video itself, it's so tone deaf because mm. one, the the what we've mm. just been talking about. But, two, she says the classic case of, I'm sorry if I offended you. Moment of silence with that dumbass bitch. Oh, my God. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Not, I'm sorry if I offended you. That's literally saying I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm not listening, and I will continue to ignore it. Right. She's so defensive. She's so like, why are you guys coming at me? Instead of just sitting down and saying, This is, a learning, this is a
1: learning moment for me. This is a
0: learning moment for me. But instead you're gonna say, I'm sorry, if I you didn't there's no if, ands, or buts, babe. You offended us.
1: And you know what the other part of this is? It's the fact that she's our age. She's in her twenties. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? When when older people and of older generations say stuff like this, we can kind of Excuse yeah, it. Yeah, we can we can even like pull the excuse. Out of our behinds for them mm-hmm. Because we're like They grew up in a different time Babe you're our age You watched George Floyd And Breonna Taylor And Elijah All these people right. That died And you've seen all of the police injustice You've seen what happens to us And yet You're acting like You don't have the resources To look it up And ask the questions Right And then when you're called out on it Instead of saying My bad This is a, a learning moment for me A teaching moment for you guys Please I'm so sorry I'm so apologetic I didn't mean what I said It was ignorant you get defensive. Mm. I'm not going to make excuses for you when you're our age and you have more access to resources than we do. You you have money, babe. Like, literally. You, you have, have money. No, you have
0: no excuse not to understand where we're coming from. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. I'm- so, you know what? I might cancel her. I know <laughs> we're only
1: like a few minutes in, but... I-
0: I might. Because saying it out loud, you realize how dumb she was and how dumb she went about the situation because there were so many other ways that she could have absolutely handled this. And
1: she chose not to. And
0: she chose not to. Mm -hmm. And then we have people on Twitter now who when she posted the apology, there's a whole line of people who are like, What's the problem with her saying that the baby wants a yellow bone? It's okay to have a preference. What don't people understand between the difference of having a preference and being a colorist first of all you cannot what i don't like is that people you're right i'm about to read y'all to field (laughs) what i don't like is that people will talk about racism until they're out of breath but the moment we bring up colorism it's like oh that's too much that's too much now now you're doing too much right i'm doing too much no it's clear it dates all the way back to slavery and we're so quick to talk about it Mm -hmm. but then we won't talk about the effects that it has on us Mm -hmm. this dates all the way back to slavery with the house niggas (laughs) and the field niggas come on the house niggas were light skin, right? <laughs> like we know what was going on. We we were taught all the same thing that happened in slavery. So we were always taught to know that light skin means is superior, the right? Skin. right. Exactly. Light skin is the right skin because it's closer to the white skin. Right? Like it's very, it's all very simple. But people don't want to acknowledge that anymore. Now it's just like, oh, you know, we had to talk about all black people. Don't don't turn it against into light skin, dark skin, or anything like that. But we have to mm-hmm. because at the end of the day. Light-skinned women out there, like people who are of lighter skin, and it's not just within the black community, it's within the Spanish community as well, like, sometimes even Asian community, if you have more white features, people feel as though that you are superior. Right. So, I do, that's what I'm not understanding, because then they'll turn around and say, well, that's just a preference. That's not a preference, babe. That is a deeply rooted issue that you need to look in the mirror and... Identify with yourself. Do do I prefer a light-skinned woman because that's simply my type, or do I prefer a light-skinned woman because I feel as though a darker-skinned woman, a woman, cannot be as pretty as a light-skinned woman, no matter what her features are? That's what I'm not understanding. So, like, having a preference for me is when guys say they prefer a woman with curves, or like when a woman, when a woman, why can't I say women today? God damn it. When a woman says that she wants a dark Caesar on a guy instead right. of, like, ASAP Rocky Braves. Right. That's a preference, babe. Now, being a colorist Too is when you things. genuinely feel like dark-skinned women cannot possibly be as beautiful as light-skinned women simply because they're darker, simply because of their skin tone. And when it goes down to it, again, that's just as equal as racism. That is hating someone because of their skin tone. That is oppressing someone because of their skin tone. So. Right. Racism and, you know and go right in hand.
1: Exactly. And I just wanted to say, um, you can ask yourself questions in regards to figuring out if it's a preference or if it's you being colorist. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to shout out Linda because oh, yes. Linda, your Linda posted perfect. the other day and said, use this as a moment of reflection to examine your colorist ways. And then she listed some questions. So one of them was, what does my preference tell me about myself? Where did I learn this? Do you use the line of having darker skin friends as an excuse to say you're not a colorist? How do you lessen the emotional labor of the experience of dark-skinned women when it comes to speaking out on colorism? Are you a bystander? And so these questions make you reflect and say, did I learn this behavior? Mm -hmm. If I took away, you know, the things that I've heard in music over the years or the things that I've seen growing up or the billboards that have been posted across the city, am am I really into only light-skinned women? Mm -hmm. Or is this a preference? Or is this me being a colorist and me not realizing it? It's literally simple reflection that everybody's really incapable of doing because you're first offended by being called a colorist. Right. But instead of just looking into yourself and saying to myself, you know what? You might be right. I might be a little biased. The same way women are biased on looks too. It's not like we don't all have biases, The guys. short men versus tall men. Yes. Right. It's, we we all have biases, but some of them have oppressed large group of people for right. a very long time. And I'm not saying that they don't also need to be addressed, but let's stop taking the light away from some issues so that we can deflect and move on to others. Period. No. My issue is no less... Um, you know my my issue doesn't matter any less than yours does or the next person does
0: so i completely agree with you what i don't want this episode to come off as as one like just being haters and two i don't want it to be an attack on black men because what i will say is while black men were so quick to rush to danny's side at her her time of need or whatever the hell it was black women also play a part in this too there's a community of light-skinned women who genuinely feel like they are superior because of their skin tone because they've been gassed up of course by the men but there's a genuine community of light-skinned women who feel as though, like, when you call them, like, chocolate or something like that, they're like, excuse me, I'm caramel. Like, <laughs> come on. Ignorant. Really? It's right. just, it's so, it's so blatantly ignorant. But the thing is, what I don't like is that it's sad, but, like, at least they're not so overt about it. Black men make it so clear that they prefer light-skinned mm-hmm. women sometimes mm-hmm. to the point where you're rushing to this girl's side to aid her instead of turning around and just reassuring right. the people who look like you, the people like, who look like your mothers, your right. sisters, like your family members. You're turning around and you're just saying, oh, you guys are dragging it. You guys are making a bigger deal. Like, she's right. It is what he wants. It is what he prefers. It's no, it's not. Like, what? So my question in general is just, why did why do black men always feel the need to rush to these women's side and defend them instead of turning around and just reassuring us
1: well I think this goes back to a lot of things so to begin with if we're being honest you know how like mixed babies were always fetishized oh my god okay let's take that but let's look at it in terms of our reality right mm-hmm. I can speak from my own experience I grew up knowing for a fact and hearing come out of black men's mouths I like Spanish girls period period oh, oh okay oh, so oh, that's shit. that's your type now right I like Spanish girls. Why is that? I like her skin, curly hair. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Body. The body we also have. Right. So the difference is the skin color and maybe the hair texture right? is what I'm hearing. Okay, so let's just, let's go into that. And so she plays, especially Danny Lee, she plays into the preference and the type that black men talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Light skin, fat ass, natural curly hair, Mm -hmm. you know, black men hate wigs but they also hate box braids right they hate protective styles. right but it's okay if hispanic who danny lee also had in the video the braids it was the braids for me babe it was the braids for me it was the braids for me
0: why did she do that of all styles to do babe i would have just rather you did your curly hair like damn at least she's something like i would have believed you then that was it's all an act it's really all an act
1: so it's okay when they do it so again we have black men rushing to this woman's side Mm -hmm. and and you know what it is it's the culture vulture for me. Mm. It's the culture vulture because I see talk the braids. About it. I see the braids and that's all great. But let's not talk about let's let's not forget that America has always prioritized the light skin, the westernized version of what black people are. Absolutely. And so when I say that, I hate to bring their names into the episode, but let's talk about and just use as examples the Kim K's of the world, mm. the Kylie Jenners. Mm. Are they beautiful? One thousand percent. I would never take that away from them. But are they the prototype? Are they the blueprint? Absolutely not. No. No. They're just, they're the exception. They took the body, they took the look, they took the culture, they took the ideas, they took the creativity, and then they turned it white. Right. They turned it light. Right. And they made everything okay. So what I I don't want people to forget is Kim Kardashian sells. Even, let's just get in, and be honest about it. Beyonce, she's not brown skin really. She's Mm -hmm. not dark skin. She's more on the lighter tone of Mm -hmm. things. And she sells. Rihanna sells. Right. Okay? Um, And so, like, if we look at it from that point point of view, then we get to see how this type, the Danny Lee prototype, has now played into the socialization of lighter skin, but still black. Right. So, let's not forget, like, even in billboards, there's so many studies, guys, and I I don't want to get, like, nerdy on you, but there's so much information that goes into how they've taken certain features that they like... And just made it white or exactly. light, exactly. and so you can't forget that even in the music, what what we're also forgetting is yes, white people did this, America did it, Western societies did it, but Black people were still walking the same streets and seeing the same billboards and listening to the same music that sells. Mm-hmm. So Black people, Black men, even women, have been socialized the same way. So don't forget when you hear like all these hits and like these Hot 100 songs that are like light skin, fat ass, yeah, yeah. okay. It sells. It's a great line. Maybe that is his preference. But have you have you actually reflected and seen if that's a part of yours? And so I think that black men haven't realized that they've ran to this woman's side without checking on their sisters mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. because she fits a preference. What scares me the most is that I've
0: actually encountered some people who truly feel as though the prototype for all black. They'll say we're on pro-black love. I want black love. But the, the, when you really dive deeper into it, the black love they're talking about is a light-skinned woman and a dark-skinned man. Mm-hmm. That's what they feel is the proper look of, uh, what you can call it, of a black couple. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, there's something, there's a daintiness that it's comes It's not with, even
1: just the daintiness, babe. What I is think, that, bro? Like, let's, let's do some reflecting. I think part of that plays into the socialization I just talked about. Mm-hmm. So these light-skinned women are who were accepted in the masses house Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term and then the dark skin tall Mm -hmm. black night teeth those are the ones that sold the most Mm -hmm. that's the better look of the black man Mm -hmm. and so that's what we've now put together as the best of the black life Mm -hmm. we have like the light skin prototype and then we have this big dark skin chocolatey quote unquote fetishized version of a black man and we've made them the perfect black couple
0: You lost me. Like, literally lost Lost me, me in all sense of the word. And the thing is, like, why we're definitely not taking it... Like, we're not taking Danny Lee's half ass apology in this is because, one, she's playing into it. Two, like, we can like we said it's her age mm-hmm. we can see in our parents that some of our parents are like that like my parents for sure have a dark skin father mm-hmm. light skin mother so do I right like we see that so clearly but that's what they were taught that's mm-hmm. what they were brought down upon mm-hmm. she has the power to change those ideals right she has the knowledge to change those ideals but she refuses to do the self-reflection and mm-hmm. a lot of us reflect not even us I'm not gonna say us because I'm self-aware baby but <laughs> you know, a lot of people refuse to look at that self-reflection and just think like oh people are just thinking too deep into it or try to dismiss us it's not that it's like look at your household do you feel like you're going after the same person that looks like your mother and you don't have to but i'm just saying are you not going after that person like that looks like your mother points for you right like because of something else because i've I've literally heard someone say like you know it's not possible for it shouldn't be it's Mm -hmm. not right if two dark-skinned people are together because what are they going to produce dark-skinned children children. and it's like recently we're seeing in the media like these aesthetics of all these dark-skinned families right. with all this stuff. And now everyone's saying, you know, this is black love. This is the black love I want. But this was not the idea for so long. Right. We're only seeing it now. And that's why I think people are so quick to dismiss people who are going against Danny because they're like, oh, no, it wasn't that deep. We're in a progressive world. You know, we love everyone. Yeah, now we're trying to. Right. We're try- emphasis on trying. Now we are. But you guys are forgetting, what, the 300, 400, 600
1: years that we've been hating these people? Right. And, uh, and, and just to, like... Just to go off of that, somebody brought to my attention the other day. I'm going I'm to give credit to my brother. He brought to my attention and said, but let's be real. Everybody that says something ignorant is not our enemy. 1,000% mm. agree Absolutely. with that. Absolutely. She's not our enemy, but her ignorance is not to be dismissed or excused. Mm. The problem is we keep doing that. We keep making excuses for people that say dumb shit. That's very tone deaf. And, and then we just move on from it and say, well, they apologized. They didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. Okay, but did they understand why it hurt?
0: Did they learn from this? No. No. And that's why we keep having this conversation over and over again.
1: Homegirl deleted her apology. Did you know that? She deleted it off her page.
0: She's disgusting.
1: So it's like... She's disgusting. You deleted it off of your page because somebody finally pulled your coat and was right. like, babe, that was bad. Like... That was so bad that I w- was one of the worst apologies I've ever I seen in my life.
0: And you know what's so funny? She started off as, oh, you guys don't know me, so I wanted to come on here and talk instead of writing. And I'm literally listening to her, and I said, I wish she wrote something.
1: At least somebody could have. You know what? I don't even wish she wrote anything. I-, I was literally talking to my friend the other day, and I said to myself, I would have preferred if she just said, I didn't mean it like that, y'all took it the wrong way, and didn't say anything else. Mm-hmm. Because what she did was Made dug herself into a deeper yo, hole. Yo. Babe, your ignorance is showing. Like, Clearly. You sound crazy right Clearly. now. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not a racist. I'm not a colorist. If you know me, like, she <laughs> that's said, not me. She said, I'm
0: dating a chocolate man. Baby. Baby, your fetishes are showing. Oh, my God. Just say you want to you Just say you, wanna just mix say baby. you just want Just it. Like, just say you want to mix baby. You this sound crazy. Because that's literally, we all know that's what you're looking at. And the thing is, like, people will say, no, she just likes Samuel Or She likes his skin tone. She's appreciating. No, 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 no. When you say it like that, ugh. Ooh. It's a little creepy. A little bit. Like it, gives and you're me, using
1: your friends. What did, what
0: did Gina Hernandez? Uh, what's her name? Gina. I forgot her last name, but she said niggas give me the heebie jeebies. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe Rodriguez. There we go. Word. Gina you're Rodriguez. On, mm. I can't believe she, she went on air and wordy. talk about. And that's another one too. Going <laughs> over She gonna talk about. Oh yeah, that's a song we grew up on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you are gonna tell me you you grew up just saying nigga. What, right away, just go ahead. Just about Came out the room saying "nigga." And then the thing is, like, you listen. You can say, "Okay, fine." When you were younger, you said it. Fine, no problem. We in 2020. You baby. went on.
1: You went on social media and, and was you sang that song
0: proudly. You You recorded yourself singing that song and you said proudly, "Niggas, give me the
1: heebie-jeebies." And you were, pr- but and you had to choose that line. <laughs> like of all, lines. Of all lines of all lines of all lines that. Not to get sidetracked. Yeah, but, but that shit was so
0: OD. I can't, I can't, I'll never let that go. But going back to how black women were so quick to rush to Danny Lee's side to kind of defend her, it just shows, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like black men hold on to colorist ideals way more than black women. How do you feel?
1: I agree. Mm, period. I agree. The reason I agree is because, you know what? The reason I agree specifically is because black men don't have the burden of being a double minority and it shows
0: period and it shows and you
1: know, and it's like this whole last year we've had so many conversations at least I know I have with black men that I've I surround myself with about that identity identifying as black and as female which is something they'll never be able to understand mm-hmm. and um I hate to say that because it's like I want to know that my black male counterparts will extend their help they'll extend their hand they'll extend their mind and their empathy and be like i got you i'm listening to you this is not a i face more trauma than you battle yeah but that's what it always becomes and so especially in regards to preferences of women this stems so deep now that i actually can get my words out right black men love to say and it's not just black men Men love to say, and society loves to say, angry black woman. She an angry black woman, which plays into a jealous black woman. That plays into her anger. I'm not jealous, babe. I'm not jealous. I'm just not heard. Exactly. And so when you ask me that question, it's like, yeah, actually, I do feel like they hold on to more colorist ways. Because their preference, their socialized preference, mm-hmm. guys, is that lighter skin is lighter skin. Right. And so when you look at that and then you look at our like our community and black on black relations, female versus male, you can see that black men are not as aware of their biases towards the darker skinned women than lighter skinned women. And so they're not always able to reflect on their identity and how being a man is great and being a black man is not easy. But being a black woman, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say but. And being a black woman Mm -hmm. is just as hard, if not harder. Exactly. And so, absolutely, I absolutely do think that they hold on to more colorist ideas and ideals. I think that it's important, black men. This is at you or women. If you have the opportunity to speak to black men, I I too get super upset when I get into conversations with males. I have them with my brother. I've recently had a conversation like this with my father, too. And what's important to realize is that being angry at each other is not getting us anywhere. Ever. I'm super upset about it, super passionate about it, super emotional about it. But there's ways to, you know, to change my anger into educational, helpful ways so that we can understand each other. I don't want this for the next 10 years to be a battle of my trauma was worse than yours. Mm -hmm. Black men get killed in the street every day. Okay, but do you know how many things happen behind closed doors to Black women, especially in corporate worlds, especially in academic worlds and educational fields? How we're used and abused, and and quid pro quo. Bet you haven't heard about that, right? But it's okay. But the thing is, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I feel like they have.
0: I feel like they just choose to ignore it mm. because I know there are some listeners who are gonna listen to this and be like, Oh my God, they're having this conversation again. Yes, it's happening again. You because you didn't
1: hear me the first time. You're not
0: hearing me the first time. Right. You refuse to listen to me yeah. and actually sit down, reflect, and see how we can change. So if I'm going on and on about something, maybe it's time for us to change it. Yeah. Like, I can't keep, we can't keep spelling it out for you. But it's At just this because point, everybody's on your, your defense, ears. right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's
1: on the defense mechanism of, I went through this, and black men get killed every day, and black right. women don't die. You see it like that. You see it like that, mm-hmm. but our systemized systemic racism that's been flowing through America for the long, have we not all witnessed in the last year, it's been televised and put all over social media, all the black women that have died during childbirth, Mm -hmm. all the black women that have died from COVID-19 because they weren't listened to when they were saying, I'm having trouble breathing. My heart is fucking pounding out of my chest. I'm having all these issues and you're not listening to me. And so I don't think that we should keep doing this whole battle of, I went through more than you did, or we're dying and you're not. No, we're dying and you're dying. Right. And I acknowledge that. But we have to have the conversation. It can't be an argument 24-7. It has to be an open space for us. Because the other part of it is, it's not, within our community, it doesn't need to be a lighter skin is, is the right skin anymore. It doesn't have to be like that. If we can check our preferences mm-hmm. and understand whether they're just something that we really prefer or whether it's something that we've been taught to prefer. Mm. And so instead, we can look within our community and come together and be like, you know what? I acknowledge you went through that. How can I help you? How can I help you? Because I feel like... The reason I feel like black women get so defensive when we have these conversations is because we feel like we've always been asking, how can I help? Mm -hmm. And black men, instead of being like, how can I help the same way? It's been more of a, will I hold us down in this way? Will I die in the street?
0: I take care of other things. I'm
1: shipped off to jail. What do you want me to do? Like, I'm doing as much as I can. But are you listening, now? Are you listening to us? It's not always just about what's going on outside of these four walls in our community it's about what can you do when you're listening to us what can you do in spaces where my skin is darker or i have gap teeth and my skin is darker or, or i have four c hair and i don't have straight hair are you okay with that are you are you okay with not making really nasty jokes and comparing me to concrete right. or saying i look like a monkey or an ape can right. you do that right like is that is this a safe space for us and so it doesn't it doesn't need to be argumentative You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like it gets...
0: It just gets me so annoyed at people who say, like, they we need to stay united on the front. But it's like, we can be united if the problems in ourselves are fixed. Right. We can be united if we all hear each other out. The problem why we're splitting up in front of... I'm not going to say in front of the enemy, but to the public. The reason why the black community doesn't seem like they're all together is because when we turn around... And yeah, we said this This podcast is going to be self-reflection. We're going to have these uncomfortable conversations. When you turn around, we need to direct our energy towards healing within yeah. before we hit, Before we start healing outside of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And unfortunately, that means that we'll ha- we're going to have to keep dealing with racism. We're going to have to de- keep dealing with these, these, this systemic racism as we do, but it would be nicer if we could deal with this together.
1: Right. It'd and be- it's not even just before. Mm-hmm. It's while. I saw right. so many people while we're doing these protests over the summer That's saying- so true. Well, we can't do both at once. Why? Why? Why not? You could watch TV, eat, be on your phone. You can you do could, all of that.
0: So, but you, you can tell me you can't handle racism and colorism? Come on. I'm now.
1: not I'm not I'm not hearing you. It feels like a cop out because we're not ready to deal with your own actions. You're not ready to deal with your own actions in regards to how you play a part in a colorist black community. Mm-hmm. And so, we're asking you guys to reflect. You know what also gets me tight? Like I was just thinking about this right now
0: because she also says the classic
1: line of
0: I don't see color. Mm. Girl, we heard this one too many times, and every single time someone says, I don't see color, 10 times out of 10, they racist.
1: <laughs> it, because it, it goes all the way back to the fact that, number one, that's a lie. Mm. Skin color is something you always see. You need to see color. It's not something that you know you choose to ignore. It's something that you choose to accept. And so the issue with people saying I don't see skin color and I've heard white people say it, but now to hear Danny Lee say it as a Dominican woman Mm. is like, babe, you're saying you don't see skin color as if that's something you have to ignore in order to accept me as if it's something you have to ignore in order to accept your friends. Saying I don't see skin color is not something that you should be proud of. Exactly. Because that's not how, that's not what being anti colorist and anti racist is about. Being anti racist and anti colorist is about accepting people Mm. because of their skin color and choosing to love them and respect them and treat them equally anyway. Exactly. It's not something that you should be having to ignore in order to be accepting of somebody. Exactly. It's disgusting. And it's, it's a cop-out because it sounds good. Mm-hmm. You think that you're saying something that makes sense and in reality, it's something that's actually really disgusting to say. It's hurtful. As if, it's the same thing as saying like, it's it's a backhanded compliment. It's exactly. like when people say, you're, re- you're really pretty for a black girl. <laughs> you're really pretty for a tall girl. Right. You're really pretty, but those lips? Wow. But you're pretty with those lips. Right. It works for you. <laughs> what? It doesn't, and... And you had the nerve to say that line, but the song is called Yellow Bone. Mm. So you're colorblind. You mm. can't see color. But you can see yellow. Does that really make sense? That don't make no sense. To I, me. I've, I've never, you, you know. Said, you said Yellow
0: Bone is what he wants. The right? math ain't math. The math ain't math. The math thing. is not math. And that's why I'm confused. You're saying Yellow Bone is what he wants, but then you're gonna turn around and say I don't see color. So then how do you know he wants Yellow Bone, right? Oh, right.
1: I thought skin color didn't matter to you.
0: Oh, right. right. Skin color, and
1: that's, that That just proves my point, guys. That's yeah. all I had to say. Skin color should matter so that you accept people and love them for who they are. Not regardless of who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm black, I'm a woman, and I'm dark-skinned. I'm black, I'm a woman, and I'm light-skinned. Not, I love you, you're black, but you're dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you lost me. But speaking of saying dumbass th- shit... One thing Charlamagne the God got right was the fact that the song was trash. Yeah. But he got a whole lot of other shit wrong. Didn't he say something Bro, about Beyonce's
0: song? This is what gets me mad about Charlamagne. <laughs> I read his autobiography and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is a good black man. Mm-hmm. This is a strong, black, healthy man. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, I was mad hype for a second, right? And I was really messing with him. But then he gets on The Breakfast Club, and he says the most ignorant stuff. And it's like, that's not the man you portrayed Mm -hmm. in that autobiography. And that's where he lost me. In this episode of The Breakfast Club, the moment they bring it up, he says immediately, what's a yellow bone? That's where you lost me. No, that's where you lost me.
1: You don't know what a yellow bone is? You fight for the culture. You want to tell Joe Biden what to do when he gets in the office for black people. But you you get it on live radio. Mm Mm-hmm. And talking about how ignorant you are because you don't know what yellow bone means. And then he's going to turn around.
0: He he said multiple things wrong, but I, I'm sure it's going to go in order. Then he turns around and basically um, asks, he asks Angel um, Yee or uh, whoever else in the studio, so what's the difference between what Danny Lee wrote and what Beyonce wrote for ba- Brown Soon Girl? And this is the part where he lost me. Can
1: we just take a moment of silence for like, a second? Like, just think about, think about just the said. question. Think about the question. What's wrong with Danny Lee saying yellow bone but there's nothing wrong with Beyonce writing about dark skin and brown skin girls. Mm. Just think about it. Hear what he said. Let it register. Mm. Let it sink in. And Leanna gonna give you the answer. Um, lost. <laughs> what the hell
0: is wrong with this man? The way that Beyonce posed the song, it's uplifting. It's reminding our black girls, our strong little black girls, that growing up do not listen to what anyone else says to you your brown skin is powerful do not any brown skin dark skin whatever color you are it is powerful the song is uplifting at the end of the day it's reminding you that no matter what whatever color you are you are you are worthy of anything that you're beautiful yeah you're beautiful you're you're worthy you're deserving of everything good that comes your way now you're turning around and you're telling me what's the difference between an uplifting beautiful song like that that reminds me that my skin color that my black is power you're gonna turn around and tell me that Danny Lee is basically doing the same thing because she's talking about herself? No, baby.
1: No, Beyonce, what Beyonce was doing, babe. Mm. What Beyonce was doing was creating spaces that we don't already have. Period. For dark-skinned, brown-skinned girls.
0: What Danny Lee was doing was taking away those spaces once more. While she's in her song, she's saying, Yellow Bone is what he wants. It's one simple line that literally just probably, it was a catastrophe to her career. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you? Yellowbone is not what he wants. <laughs> just because he likes you. That's saying, just because he likes me, I'm what he... I'm you, now his type. I I'm the prototype exactly. of what a black man likes. Right. Okay. Lost me. Okay. Like, you're literally losing me so bad. Because you. I would have preferred to say, I'm what he wants. At the end of the day, and this is what it goes back to what I said in the beginning... It was a diss track to Mimi. In an impulsive moment, she made a song that was, one, absolutely trash. Horrid. Two. It was absolutely uh, fucking horrid. She's doing me, Miedin. <laughs> uh, literally. Like, the song was absolutely trash. And two, she was just getting at her his his baby mama. Because his baby mama was telling, telling her, like, you know, I don't want this man anymore. You can go ahead and I don't know what the details of it. And it doesn't even matter. But at the end of the day, Danny Lee was trying to get back at this woman. And, of course, the one thing she goes back at is her skin tone. And then you're going to turn around and tell me that you're not colorist? But the first thing you go after is her skin is tone. Color. Because you yeah. see that Mimi is more beautiful than Danny, Danny, in my eyes. I'm sorry to anyone who disagrees. Mimi is more beautiful. She is stronger. She's held the baby down for years. That's his baby mother. Mm-hmm. That is his whole baby mother. She cannot compete. And she cannot, like, where, she cannot compete where she doesn't compare. Period. So she's sitting there like, damn, how am I going to get back at her without disrespecting her too much? I'm going to say... Yellow I'm bone prettier, is what you want. Yeah. and in her eyes, I'm prettier means I'm light skin.
1: But what she doesn't even realize is the effects that you're not having on a thousand little girls that are listening to that song. Exactly. One of which is the baby's daughter.
0: Exactly. She's gonna
1: grow up and listen to this song and see her father chose to love and publicly date somebody who doesn't appreciate darker skin color. Period. And that's disgusting.
0: And it's disgusting that Charlemagne over and over again, refuses to acknowledge the pain of the black community the the black female community right i'm so sick and tired of him doing this over and over again when it comes to the me too movement he makes jokes constant jokes about everything saying that you know that just invalidating us all the time gaslighting us i don't if you don't understand what gaslighting is look it up because i'm tired of explaining yeah i'm it to not people. gonna i'm not I'm gonna, not gonna go find into that for you anymore but it's basically over. he just constantly makes us feel crazy for the feelings that we have yet continues to play into it every single time Then turns around like what are you talking about you you guys are nuts you guys are dragging it charlamagne grow the hell up You are raising black children, Mm -hmm. black females as well. You are raising black women, but you're going to turn around and say, I don't see what's wrong with anything she's saying. She was talking about herself. It doesn't matter if she was talking about my damn foot. What she (laughs) said was wrong. Acknowledge it and just say, I don't agree with her. But she could have said it this way, or, you know, I see where the black community is coming from, but I personally feel like, and this is what he said, he said, I don't even understand how you guys can get past the fact that the song is so trash
1: to even look to further hear and have the conversation. Shut the hell up, Charlamagne. That's you being immature and not being able to hold your own in an intellectual conversation about emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and the trauma that it's had on the black community. Exactly. It's disgusting.
0: Exactly. And you know what's so funny? It just shows how much of a self-hating black man he is because he turns Oof. back. I'm sorry, Charlamagne, Oof. I'm dragging you through the mud. Bro, I used Oof. to be a fan, but you <laughs> lost me after this one. Like you are such a self-hating Ooh. black man that you will literally turn around and make jokes about things that you've been through. So I'm going back again because in his autobiography, Charlamagne reveals that he was sexually abused as a child mm-hmm. by an older woman. And he turns Yes, then he turns around and in front of everybody, he's making fun of everyone, mm-hmm. um, what you call, know, of any celebrity that comes forward saying, "Oh, certain, um, so, so, touched me inappropriately." Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? Re- in one interview, I forgot who he was. Kiki Palmer's interview.
1: Oh, I know, I know this interview. In Kiki
0: Palmer's interview. She was like, he was like, um, how did Trey songs, you know, uh, do anything to you? And she's like, and he's basically just sitting there like, oh, did he really do something? or Was it Trey songs? Yeah. Okay. You're right. I was like, what you know? Like, basically, he's saying like, did he really do something or, or were you just reading into it? Okay, Charlemagne. So did she really do something to you or were you just reading into it? Right. So reflect on yourself because you're so against... You can't stand up for yourself, so now you're not standing up for anybody else?
1: Yeah, but not only that, not only is his self-hatred showing, what's also showing is the fact that he hasn't worked through all of his trauma mm-hmm. to the point where he'll now defend a black woman. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, you're looking at a black woman because, I don't know, It was it a black woman that... Did he ever identify in his Probably. book who? If, if it was, it's showing that you're now looking at a woman. Either way, it's women in general that you're choosing to now see as the enemy. Exactly. As someone that you're not willing to help because she's now hurt you in the past. Mm-hmm. And so, black men... If you're listening, ladies, if you have a conversation with a black man about this and they're wondering or feeling like or constantly saying, I always defend you guys. I Mm -hmm. always defend black women. Black queen. Ever since all of this colorist conversation has been going on and wrongdoings against black women, men have loved to throw out the black queen statement. Guys, this is a specific example of how black men are not helping and not listening to us. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that because... I'm sure the baby has his own reasons as to why he's choosing to be quiet and remain silent in this time. But what we would appreciate is as a black man coming forward even with Danny Lee in an interview and saying like she didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. Her ignorance was showing, but she's learned from it. Exactly. It doesn't need to be a defensive comment, but it needs to be something that shows your black sisters that listen to your music, play your shit, defend you. And by the way, I'm not I'm not against the baby. I'm just saying this is an example of how black men choose to not come forward when we need them. Exactly. This is one of those times. I'm sure he has a thousand reasons, his publicist, I don't care. The bottom line is we need you. We've been asking for it. A simple line, because at this point, we're living in 2021, where if you're not spoken up, you're silent. Yeah, literally. And that's that's just unacceptable at this point.
0: And it's so funny, because there was a tweet um, right under Lee's apology that was like, um, it was like the baby probably in her ear, like, don't worry, babe, they're just jealous of you. Enough with that. I'm done. Like, literally, enough. I'm done. Everything we've said today is it new right this is information we've been talking about for so long these conversations have been had for like so many times we need to stop having the conversations and we need to start growing from it yeah at this point if you're not hearing us if you're not listening to us if you're not actively being one anti-racist anti-colorist all this stuff you're educating yourself exactly or educating yourself you are choosing not to do so and you want to be the way you are because there's too much information out there Mm -hmm. there's too many opinions and valid opinions and
1: resources and
0: resources out there for you to continue to think the way you think if you resonate with anything that danially says or you feel as though it wasn't that serious because if you feel as though it wasn't that serious think of something that offends you to your core but someone has dismissed someone had constantly dismissed right then you'll understand where we're coming from Mm -hmm. and it's sad that i have to put it into your perspective because you should just understand someone else's feelings i feel like i'm blacking on them I'm back know. on you guys. I'm, it's you called know, a read, babe. Right. I'm reading you guys to but I'm reading, read. feel, but it, I'm reading read, the general right. uh, population, not you guys, right. listener. You know? Like, I just want you people out there to just stop and reflect and realize the deeper message behind most of the things we said. Because, yes, okay, this commu- this generation is more sensitive to certain things, right. but we're not invalid in our sensitivity because we're just finally speaking up for things that we have been putting off for a long time. It's the- called awareness. It's called awareness, babe.
1: It's really simple.
0: It's literally the theme for 2020 and 2021. Come on now. You have to be self-aware. We need to, as a community, we just need to be more aware of what we're doing. Stop sweeping it under the rug because we've seen how much it blows up in our face every single time. Address these issues and move forward with it. Learn from them. Like and and just that
1: into action. They're just losing me. Every day you wake up and you have the choice to do better than you did yesterday, to do better than you did years before. Absolutely. And so it's a choice. There's way too much. There's way too many resources. There's way too many people that you can have these conversations with. Um. And and honestly, you're you're at your big age. Mm. You need to be doing some reflecting.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: race relations are not going anywhere they're they're deeply embedded in the society and it's something that we have to be aware of in order to change moving forward
0: absolutely (sighs) Ooh, that was a heavy episode that was a heavy episode and you know what i was gonna apologize for a second there but i have nothing to be apologetic for because we need to have these conversations once again if you guys felt like you resonated with anything that we were talking about today please feel free to go onto our instagram at taboo podcast and DM us, talk to us, comment on any of the mood boards that we post. We want to hear your opinions. We want to hear your suggestions. We want to hear any feedback that you have on the conversation that we have that we are having because each and every time we're gonna get deeper and we're Mm -hmm. gonna get better. So I wanna hear what you guys have to say and we wanna know what you guys want us to talk about, what you're uncomfortable talking about. Exactly. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning
1: in once more.
0: And And we'll be back
1: on the next episode. Yeah,